Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Numbers. Hello, faithful listener, and thanks for tuning in to this Friday episode of the Bible Explained podcast. I hope you had a great work week and that you are excited for the weekend. As always, tell me what you're doing this weekend. I love hearing from you guys. So go over to p4aministries.com slash contact and let me know how you are. And also let me know what you're reading recently. I'd love to get some more uh, books for myself. So if you guys are reading anything cool or interesting, just let me know and tell me what it's about and maybe I'll consider reading it. But let's read the most important book. This is the Bible. So let's read Numbers chapter 14, verses 26 through 45. We'll finish out this chapter today and talk about it and see what kind of nonsense the Israelites are getting into today. I'll be reading out the W.E.B. version. Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation that complain against me? I have heard the complaints of the children of Israel, which they complain against me. Tell them, as I live, says Yahweh, surely as you have spoken in my ears, so I will do to you. Your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness, and all who are counted of you according to your whole number, from twenty years old and upward, who have complained against me. Surely you shall not come into the land concerning which I swore that I would make you dwell therein, except Caleb the son of Jephunneh and Joshua the son of Nun. But I will bring in your little ones that you said should be captured or killed, that they shall know the land which you have rejected. But as for you, your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness. Your children shall be wanderers in the wilderness for 40 years and shall bear your prostitution until your dead bodies are consumed in the wilderness. After the number of the days in which you spied out the land, even 40 days, for every day a year, you will bear your iniquities even 40 years, and you will know my alienation. I, Yahweh, have spoken. I will surely do this to all this evil congregation who are gathered together against me. In this wilderness they shall be consumed, and there they shall die. The men whom Moses sent out to spy the land, who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up an evil report against the land, even those men who brought up an evil report of the land, died by the plague before Yahweh. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, remained alive of those men who were sent to spy out the land. Moses told these words to all the children of Israel, and the people mourned greatly. They rose up early in the morning and went up to the top of the mountain, saying, Behold, we are here, and we will go up to the place which Yahweh has promised, for we have sinned. Moses said, Why do you now disobey the commandment of Yahweh, since it shall not prosper? Don't go up, for Yahweh isn't among you. That way you won't be struck down before your enemies. For there the Amalekite and the Canaanite are before you, and you will fall by the sword because you turned back from following Yahweh. Therefore, Yahweh will not be with you. But they presumed to go up to the top of the mountain. Nevertheless, the ark of Yahweh's covenant and Moses did not depart out of the camp. Then the Amalekites came down and the Canaanites who lived in that mountain and struck them and beat them down even to Hormah. So I just have to say that I've been really ragging on the Israelites recently with these past few episodes. I've definitely been ragging on them because they have been acting very childish. But I was kind of humbled the other day because I realized that I am exactly like the Israelites. 
because I read a verse out of Galatians. It was Galatians 4 or 5. And Paul was saying to the Galatians, obviously, that they were trying to go back into their old ways. And because they knew God now, why did they want to become slaves again? And that really struck me, that particular verse that really struck me. Because even though physically I was never a slave, like the Israelites were back in the land of Egypt, I was a slave to the customs of the world before I met God, obviously. That is what Paul talks about. And he says that you shouldn't try to go back to those things because you're no longer a slave of all that stuff. So you shouldn't try to go back. And it's really cool how it's just a correlation of Numbers chapter 14, where the people were just complaining against God and wanting to go back to Egypt to become slaves again. So I was thinking about that. I'm like, well, Galatians says that I shouldn't try to become a slave again. So what am I trying to become a slave again for? And I realized that there was a lot of things <laughs> where I complain against God and try to become a slave again, like slave to the old ways. I think the verse is something like the useless and elementary principles of the world. We shouldn't try to become slaves again, too, if that makes sense. And I just realized the other day how weak my faith really is, how I go try to go back to that old way of living, of not having faith in God. And I mean, there's a ton of other things. I'm not going to expose all my dirty laundry. But yes, I struggle with that, com becoming a slave again, the same way that the Israelites did. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But anyway, let's go ahead and uh, talk about verses 26 through 35 today. So Yahweh is still speaking with Moses and Aaron after the Israelites were begging to go back to Egypt again. So God says, how long am I going to bear with this evil congregation that complain against me? And this was right after God was like, I'm just going to strike all these people. And Moses, you can become a great nation and the rest of the people can die by the plague because they are acting horribly like children. And how long can I bear with them? But God doesn't do it in his mercy. He says, nope, I'm not going to do it. And he even says, Mo and he even gives Moses the credit for that, which is interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. So now God is just saying to Moses and Aaron, like, these people are a handful. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm bearing with them and dealing with them, but they're going to get what they asked for. Because don't forget what they asked for here in verses one through four. They say, why does Yahweh bring us to this land to fall by the sword? Our wives and our little ones will be captured and killed. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? And they also say, we wish that we had died in the land of Egypt or that we had died in this wilderness. So in their stupidity of uh, not trusting in God, not having faith in God's promises, they spew stuff that they just didn't mean. They say, we wish we would die in this wilderness rather than have God kill us at the hands of these Canaanites in this promised land. So God's like, okay, you're going to get what you want. You're going to die in this wilderness. For 40 years, you're going to wander around the wilderness, not being able to enter into the promised land. You're physically not going to be able to go in. And you're going to die here in the wilderness because that's what you wished for. That's what you wanted. So what's that old saying? Be careful what you wish for because <laughs> you might get it. So these people get what they wished for. They wished to die in the wilderness and that's what is going to happen to them. But God says, I am going to allow the children to go into the promised land. 
But these adults, this evil congregation, is not going to go into the promised land. So he says, for 40 years, they are going to wander around the wilderness, being unable to enter into the land. So then after this, it says in verse 36 that the men that Moses had sent out to spy the land, they did in fact die by the plague. So 10 of them died by the plague that God said that he was going to give to the whole congregation. Instead, he left it upon, he put it on these princes, these leaders of each tribe of Israel. These leaders represented each of the tribes. So God had them die by this plague rather than the entire congregation of Israel. The princes died. Except for Joshua and Caleb, who were the princes of their own tribes. I believe Joshua was the tribe of um, Ephraim and Caleb was the tribe of Judah. So those two men, the heads of their tribes, did not die by the plague. And this was just God punishing these princes for going out and spreading just this uh, horror story among the people. So God does put leaders in a very high position and leaders are able to sway the people. And it does say somewhere in scripture that if you are a leader or a teacher of the word, you're actually going to be judged harsher than people who are not. So you have to be very careful with what God has given you and what you are teaching the people because you will be judged harsher if you allow people to go astray because they listened to your bad teaching. And that's what happens here. God judges the leaders of the people rather than the entire congregation of Israel. But the people were spared. But then Moses tells all these words to the children of Israel. And it says the people mourned greatly. So they were mourning even more greater than they were initially when they decided that they wanted to go back into Egypt. So they're mourning again. And so a bunch of them get up early in the morning and they're just like, we're going to take the land. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just funny to me. And I got to be honest with you guys. I, I have responded like this in the past where I'm just like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. In fact, actually, I'm going through something right now where I'm doing almost this exact thing. I'm actually struggling a lot. If you guys could pray for me, um, it's kind of personal, but I'm struggling in a very similar way of this. You know, you want what you can't have, you know, <laughs> but that's kind of what the people are doing here. They want what they can't have now, because at first they didn't want the promised land. They didn't want to have to go through battle, but now they want the promised land because they can't have it and they recognize their sin. So a bunch of warriors get up early in the morning and they go up to Moses and they're like, we're going to take the land now. You know, we recognize our sin. We can do it. We recognize God's power. We're going to do it. And Moses is like, no, don't do it because you're going to die if you go down there because God's power is not with you. So you're not going to do it. But the men don't listen to Moses. And Moses is like, OK, see you later or not. And so the people go down the mountain to try to take the land and they are just beaten. They're just beaten because God was not with them. The Amalekites came down and the Canaanites who lived in the mountain and struck them and beat them down. So these men who decided, okay, we're going to go do it now. You know, we have this power got totally pummeled by the Amalekites and the Canaanites because God's power was not with them. So we have to be very careful that we obey initially, not later on. Because even though technically these men 
well, no, they never did obey, but they're thinking they're obeying now. They're just like, no, we're going to obey now and go take the promised land. But that's not what God wanted. God wanted their initial obedience to him. So we can't be doing these half seas. You know, we can't be like, oh, God, I, I don't want to do this. But then later on, when you don't have it anymore, you say, God, I will do it. I will do it. You got to do it initially. And that actually is the very thing I'm struggling with right now is that exact thing. I didn't want to do it at the beginning. What this thing is, like I said, it's kind of personal. I didn't want to do it initially. And then uh, it was almost taken away from me. And now I want to do it. <laughs> and so I, I know that um, that was against God. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, like this is very recent that this happened with. So if you guys could pray for me, um, I know a lot of it's my own fault, but I'm struggling. So I, I learned a lesson. I just have to obey God. If God calls me, I got to obey. I got to do it. Even if I don't want to initially do it, I just got to do it because I know God can equip me for something, even if I feel like he can't. If God calls you to something, he equips you for it. I believe that very wholeheartedly. And unfortunately, I disobeyed God in something that I knew he wanted me to do. And I am now paying the price for that. So um, like I said, if you guys could keep me in your prayers, I would greatly appreciate that. So anyway, this is kind of the end of what happens here. Just the people did not obey initially and they thought that they could fix it. They thought that, oh, we're going to obey now, but that's not what God asked for. God asked for their initial obedience. And because they did not obey at the beginning, they were not able to take the promised land now. They had to go through this 40 years in the wilderness. But even so, if you really look at it, these men who did not obey initially, really did not repent. Even though they said they sinned, they didn't repent because re repent means to turn away from what you were initially doing. These men technically did not repent at all. They didn't turn away from what they had initially done, which was disobedience to God. Because now they go up to Moses and directly disobey God's command out of the mouth of Moses. Because Moses says, God's not with you. Do not go to battle. But the men were like, too bad, we're going to go do it. And they learned the hard way about their disobedience because they disobeyed twice. First, they disobeyed that they didn't go into the promised land. And then they disobeyed again, saying, we're going to do it now. We can do it now. And they got pummeled. So we have to obey when God calls us to something because it's going to be better in the end for everybody around us and for us as well if we just listen to God. And like I said, I feel like a hypocrite saying that because I didn't do it. But um, yeah. But anyway, guys, sorry for talking a lot about myself during this episode, but I'm, I'm not even joking. Like this episode was about what I had just done. In fact, I think Numbers 14 was just God teaching me a little bit about myself, saying you're no better than the Israelites people who you made fun of in the podcast. But anyway, guys, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you're going to have a fantastic weekend. Love hearing from you guys. Please contact me, p40ministries.com slash contact. But if you have a prayer request, I would love to get those as well. So share them with me. Go to the Facebook page. You can uh, message me there and share your prayer request or just go to the contact page at P40 Ministries and you can contact me there as well with your prayer request. Anyway, guys, have a wonderful weekend. Happy listening and God bless.